Thomas and Friends Storytime Steam Team Tales Starring Thomas the Tank Engine and the Steam Team Based on the Railway Series by the Reverend W. Audrey Created by Britt Allcroft Read by Mark Morahan Welcome to the Island of Sodor A small, magical island Surrounded by sparkling bright blue sea It has fields of green and sandy yellow beaches Castles to explore and bustling docks Where giant cranes lift and load cargo from large ships There are also lots and lots of railway lines Where engines work hard to deliver goods and passengers to their destinations Today's story is about Thomas the Tank Engine A small blue engine with six small wheels A short stumpy boiler A short stumpy dome and a short, stumpy funnel. He was not the biggest engine on Sodor, but had a big heart and wanted to prove what a really useful engine he could be. Thomas's job was to fetch coaches and goods trains for the big engines. But Thomas dreamed of pulling his own coaches on his very own little branch line. Thomas was a cheeky little engine. One day, he found Gordon, the big blue engine, resting on a siding and thought it would be fun to play a trick on him. Peep, peep, whistled Thomas loudly. Wake up, lazy bones. Do some hard work for a change. Gordon woke up startled. He decided to teach little Thomas a lesson. The next morning, Thomas pushed Gordon's coaches into the station as usual. Gordon called for his passengers to get on board. The signal went down and the guard waved his green flag. But Gordon started so quickly, they forgot to uncouple Thomas from the back of the train. Faster and faster they went as Gordon raced out of the station. Stop! Stop! cried Thomas. Soon, poor Thomas was going faster than he had ever gone before. At last, they stopped at the station. Well, little Thomas, chuckled Gordon, now you know what hard work is, don't you? And from that day on, Thomas was careful never to be cheeky to Gordon again. One day, a kind little engine called Edward let Thomas take his cars to the goods yard. Edward warned Thomas to be careful. Cars can be tricky, he said. But Thomas didn't listen. Before long, Thomas found himself being pushed down the hill by the cars. Thomas swerved into the goods yard and just managed to stop right in front of Sir Topham Hatt. You've got a lot to learn about cars, little Thomas, said Sir Topham Hatt. Thomas felt very silly. He wondered if he'd ever get his branch line now. On a siding by themselves were some cars that Edward told Thomas he mustn't touch. These were the breakdown train. They were only used if there was a breakdown or accident. Thomas was in the yard one day when he heard an engine whistling. Help! Then James came rushing through the yard, much too fast and out of control. His cars were pushing him faster and faster. On, 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 they laughed. Then James and the cars disappeared under a bridge. 
I'd like to teach those cars a lesson, thought Thomas. Then a man ran towards him. James is off the line! Get the breakdown train quickly! He shouted. This time, Thomas listened carefully and raced as quickly as he could to get the breakdown train and take it to the crash site. They found poor James lying on his side in a field with a cow looking at him. Thomas and the two cranes on the breakdown train pulled with all their might to get James back up and onto the rails. Back at the sheds, Sir Topham Hatt was waiting for Thomas. I've heard all about how you rescued James. What a really useful engine you've been, he told Thomas. You shall have a branch line all to yourself. So now Thomas is as happy as can be and puffs proudly backwards and forwards all day with his very own coaches, Annie and Clarabelle. The end. Today's story is about Gordon, the big blue engine. He is the fastest and most powerful engine on Sir Topham Hatt's railway. Gordon is a proud engine who takes his work very seriously. Gordon is kind, hardworking and loyal to his friends. It was a beautiful summer day on the island of Sodor. Gordon was on his way to pick up some coaches when he saw Edward shunting in the yard. You watch me, little Edward, called Gordon. I'm the fastest and best, and I pull the express. And Gordon wished off. A little while later, Edward heard a whistle. Gordon came puffing along, very slowly and very crossly. Instead of his nice shiny express coaches, Gordon was pulling a lot of dirty and very heavy coal cars. Oh, the indignity! Gordon grumbled as he passed Edward. Gordon groaned all the way along the main line until he reached a hill. He started to climb up it, but his train was too heavy for him. He tried again and again, but just couldn't get over the hill. Gordon felt extremely embarrassed when Edward arrived to give him a push. Gordon didn't think little Edward would be able to help, but Edward was determined. Edward pushed and puffed and puffed and pushed, and soon Gordon found himself at the top of the hill. I've done it, he said proudly. Gordon was so excited, he sped down the other side and didn't even think to say thank you to little Edward. As a joke, the other engines called the hill Gordon's Hill. But Gordon was very proud to have a hill named after him and continued to take everything far too seriously. That is, until Rebecca arrived on the island. One day, Rebecca had an accident when she bumped into some food cars. Food flew through the air and landed on Rebecca. She was covered in lettuce, sticky honey and tomato and she had a carrot stuck on her nose. Salad, anyone? Rebecca giggled. Rebecca, you look hilarious! Thomas laughed, and Gordon laughed too. <laughs> Are you okay, Gordon? asked Thomas. You're making a very strange noise. Now remember, 
Gordon was a proud and serious engine. He couldn't let the others see him laughing. Of course I am, replied Gordon, as he hurried away, trying really hard not to laugh. <laughs> There's just something wrong with my funnel. <laughs> Gordon just couldn't stop laughing. But when other engines heard him, he pretended that the strange sounds he was making were problems with his funnel, or his boiler, or his whistle. I'm a serious engine with a serious job, Gordon told himself. If Sir Topham Hatt sees me laughing like this, he'll take the express away and give me a silly job. So Gordon decided to go to the steamworks. I have a terrible case of the giggles, he told Victor. But Victor thought laughing and giggling wasn't a problem at all. And then Sir Topham Hatt arrived. He had heard about the problems with Gordon's boiler, funnel and whistle. Those aren't really my problems, sir, Gordon giggled. The problem is, I just can't stop laughing. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with laughing, Gordon. <laughs> sir Topham had told him, and Gordon agreed. Well, having a good giggle does feel quite nice, sir. <laughs> Gordon still takes his work seriously, but he knows that having fun and a good giggle with his friends now and then is not such a silly thing to do. The End Today's story is about Emily the Tender Engine, how she first got her coaches, and how she even helped Dowager Hat to run the railway. Emily is a beautiful emerald green steam engine with shiny paintwork and gleaming brass fittings. Emily has two large driving wheels, which make her very fast. She is clever and brave, good at solving problems and always gives her friends useful advice. It was a warm summer day when Emily first arrived on the island of Sodor. Sir Topham Hatt was waiting for her at Knapford Station. Emily, I have some coaches for you, he said. Please go and collect them. <coughs> Emily hurried to the yard, but the only coaches Emily's driver could find were Annie and Clarabelle. These'll do, said the driver. A little while later, Emily met Oliver, the green steam engine. Oliver looked surprised when he saw Emily. Those are Thomas's coaches, he told her. Emily felt bad. She decided she would find Thomas and give Annie and Clarabelle back to him. Emily looked everywhere for Thomas. Then she met Oliver again. But Oliver had broken down on a crossing. Emily was about to go for help when she heard Thomas's whistle. Thomas was racing towards Oliver and he knew he would never be able to stop in time. But clever Emily knew what to do. She ran forward and pushed Oliver clear of the crossing, just before Thomas sped past. Later at Knapford Station, Emily gave Annie and Clarabelle back to Thomas, and Sir Topham Hack thanked Emily for rescuing Oliver. You are a very brave engine, he told her. Then Sir Topham Hatt showed Emily two sparkling green coaches. 
These are your new coaches, he said. Emily beamed from buffer to buffer. Emily soon made lots of friends on the island of Sodor. She pulled her new green coaches with pride and worked hard to show Sir Topham Hatt how grateful she was. Then one day, Sir Topham Hatt was ill and his mother Dowager Hatt decided she would run the railway. But running a railway is not that easy and Dowager Hatt sent all the engines to do the wrong jobs. Percy the small engine had to pull Gordon's heavy express coaches and Gordon had to take Emily's cars of scrap to the scrapyard. Oh, the indignity, he complained. There was confusion and delay all over Sir Topham Hatt's railway. Emily offered to help. There are certain engines that are suitable for certain jobs and certain engines that are not, Emily told Dowager Hatt. Oh dear, Dowager Hatt said sadly. I didn't realize running a railway was going to be so difficult. So Emily and Dowager Hat worked together and soon all the engines were doing their proper jobs again. Gordon pulled the express, Percy pulled the mail train, Emily took Scrap to the scrapyard and Thomas pulled Annie and Clarabel along his branch line. When Sir Topham Hatt returned to Knapford Station, he was very happy to find his railway running smoothly. Well done, Mother, he said. But Dowager Hatt didn't take all the credit. I couldn't have done it without Emily's help, she said. And so from that day on, Emily was known as the Clever Engine. She is a proud member of the STEAM team and continues to give good advice. The End Today's story is about Percy and how he came to work on Sir Topham Hatt's railway. Percy is a little green saddle tank engine. He has four small wheels, a shiny dome, a shiny brass whistle and a shiny black funnel. Percy is a kind engine who is always willing to help his friends. One day, the trains were late and the passengers were unhappy. There was trouble in the shed. Henry Gordon and James thought they were too important to shunt coaches like tank engines did. You fetch our coaches and we will pull them, said Gordon proudly. Tender engines don't shunt. Sir Topham Hatt looked cross. We must all work together to make sure the railway runs on time, he said. If you won't be really useful, then I'll find an engine who will be. So the next day, Sir Topham Hatt went to the engine workshop, where he was shown all sorts of engines. Then Sir Topham Hatt saw a smart little green engine with four wheels. That's the one, he thought. I'll call him Percy. Sir Topham Hatt took Percy back to the yard. The next morning, Henry, Gordon and James still wouldn't come out of the shed, so Sir Topham Hatt asked Thomas and Edward to run the line. And Percy can help too, he said. Edward and Thomas worked the main line, while Percy puffed carefully along Thomas's branch line with Annie and Clarabel. 
There were fewer trains, but the passengers didn't mind. They knew the three big engines were being taught a lesson. Back at the shed, Henry, Gordon and James wished now they hadn't been so silly. And they wanted to show Sir Topham Hatt how sorry they were by working extra hard. Later, Percy took some cars across the main line to another siding. Then he ran back onto the main line and waited for the signalman to switch the tracks so he could go back to the yard. But Percy had forgotten to whistle. Edward had always warned Percy, be careful on the main line, whistle so the signalman knows you are there. Suddenly, Percy saw Gordon with the express charging towards him. Get out of my way! cried Gordon. Quickly, Percy's driver turned the steam on full and put Percy in reverse. As Percy went backwards, he could see Gordon getting closer. It seemed Gordon would never stop in time. Percy shut his eyes and waited for the crash. His driver and fireman jumped out. Percy opened his eyes. Gordon had managed to stop just a few inches from Percy's buffer. But now Percy was going backwards. And without a driver, he couldn't stop. Percy went faster and faster, through Edward's station and then up Gordon's hill. I want to stop! I want to stop! He puffed as he passed the signal box. I know what to do, said the signalman. And he set the tracks to send Percy off the main line and safely into a siding where Percy hit a bank of soft air. I've stopped, Percy puffed happily. Never mind, Percy, said the workman as they dug him out. You shall have a drink and some coal and then you'll feel better. At that moment, Gordon arrived. Well done, Percy, he cheered. You got out of the way so quickly. You stopped a nasty accident. Percy continues to work in the yard and always remembers to be careful when he goes out onto the main line to pull the mail train. And Percy and Thomas have become best of friends, all thanks to the day Sir Topham Hatt chose Percy to work on his railway. The end. Today's story is about Nia the tank engine who helped Thomas on his big world adventure and travelled from Kenya in Africa to come and live on Sodo. Nia is painted orange with colourful patterns on her sides and the number 18 on her cab. Nia likes to have fun with her friends. She is clever, helpful and kind. Lots of things were changing on Sir Topham Hatt's railway. Edward and Henry had moved out of Tidmouth Sheds and Nia had moved in. This made Gordon upset. Gordon didn't like change. He was surprised one day when Nia arrived with his express coaches. You don't usually bring me my coaches, Gordon grumbled. Don't be so rude, Gordon, said Sir Topham Hatt. Nia is a very welcome addition to our team. Gordon huffed and wished out of the station. Gordon was very upset. The next day, he refused to pull the express 
and hid himself away at Tidmouth Sheds. Leah didn't like to see Gordon sad, so she went to see if she could help. Sir Topham Hatter's changing everything, Gordon told her. I'm going to stay in the sheds forever and ever. Nia explained that change could be hard, but change wasn't always bad. I'm in a new country on a new railway, making new friends. My old friends are very far away, but they are still my friends, she told Gordon. This made Gordon feel much happier. Thank you, Nia. I'm sorry I was rude to you, he smiled. I would be happy if we could be friends, said Nia. And Gordon agreed. Nia carried on helping her friends whenever she could. One day, Emily told Nia she had always wished that she could have an adventure. Nia thought of a way to help. She let Emily take her coaches and the Sodor Rangers on a camping trip. But later, Nia found the Rangers' camping supplies left on a siding. Oh no! Emily forgot to take them with her, said Nia. Emily needs my help. Nia collected the supplies and raced off into the woods. Nia found Emily derailed on a fallen tree. But Emily wasn't worried. She was happy to be having an adventure, camping in the woods with the rangers. The two friends spent the night at the rangers' camp, and the next morning, Nia and the rangers helped to pull Emily back onto the rails. But it wasn't long before Nia needed help herself. When Sir Topham Hatt asked Nia to work with Annie and Clarabelle, the two coaches soon noticed something was wrong. At Vickerstown, Nia had trouble finding the right number platform. Then later, Nia didn't slow down as she passed some speed warning signs and she derailed. Dear, oh dear, Nia, said Sir Topham Hatt. You should have read the speed signs and slowed down. Later in a siding, Nia told Annie and Clarabelle that she hadn't slowed down because although she knew how to count, she didn't know how to read the numbers on the signs. I'll never be a really useful engine if I can't read numbers, she said sadly. Annie and Clarabelle knew what to do. Even the helpful engines need help sometimes, they told her. And together they helped Nia to remember numbers by using the shapes of animals, trees and even a snowman. And soon Nia was reading numbers everywhere. Nia had always liked to help her friends. Now she was very happy to ask for help herself. The end. Today's story is about James, the number five engine, and how he learned that whatever kind of job you do, you can always be really useful. James is a bright red steam engine who can pull both passenger coaches and freight cars. James can be a bit of a show-off and sometimes jokes around too much. But James is responsible, reliable and hard-working. When James first came to Sodor, he wasn't shiny red. He was painted black and he had old wooden brakes. One of James's first jobs was to take the troublesome trucks to the docks. 
But troublesome trucks can be tricky, and James didn't know how to treat them. James was steaming down a hill when the troublesome trucks began pushing him. James went faster and faster. They're pushing me! They're pushing me! He cried. Soon James was out of control and racing along the tracks. James tried to stop, but his old wooden brakes didn't work properly and they caught fire. Then James came to a tight bend. He was going so fast he came off the tracks. Crash! Bang! Thump! James came to rest in the middle of a field. Thomas brought the breakdown train and they took poor James to the steamworks. Sir Topham Hatt was waiting for them. James, he said, you shall have some proper brakes and a new coat of paint. But instead of black, we can paint you bright red. James's face lit up. He liked the idea of being red. James was very proud of his splendid red paint. So proud, it made him a bit of a show-off. Sir Topham Hatt told the engines a special guest was coming to Sodor, a railway inspector from the mainland. I am the smartest and most useful engine, James boasted to Gordon. I should be the one to collect our guest. An engine like me should only carry passengers. I've seen you pulling freight cars, chuckled Gordon. You're only a goods engine. That upset James, and he puffed grumpily away. At the yard, James decided he would play a trick on Gordon. I'm taking Gordon's passenger coaches today, James told Thomas. James coupled up to Gordon's coaches and sniggered as he hurried off. When Gordon arrived at the yard, Thomas told him that James had taken the express. Just you wait until Sir Topham Hatt hears about this, Gordon huffed. Here's James, shouted James as he pulled into Marin Station. Sir Topham Hatt looked very serious. What's this, James? I hear you took Gordon's coaches. I was only messing about, sir, said James. It was a joke. Some jokes are funny, James, but not this one, said Sir Topham Hatt. You have caused confusion and delay. The next morning, James said sorry to Gordon for tricking him. James worked hard all day pulling freight cars. Sir Topham Hatt was very pleased with him. On his way home, James met a smartly dressed man waiting at Marin Station. I have a meeting with Sir Topham Hatt, said the man. Can I ride with you to Napford Station? Of course, said James and he puffed back to the station as smoothly and quickly as he could. Sir Topham Hatt was waiting on the platform when James arrived. The smartly dressed man climbed down from James's cab. This is the railway inspector I told you about, said Sir Topham Hatt. James gave me a splendid ride here today. You must be very proud of him, said the inspector. James beamed from buffer to buffer. Sir Topham Hatt agreed. James is a very splendid engine indeed. The end. Today's story is about Rebecca the Tender Engine and how she became one of the steam team. Rebecca is a big strong engine 
who can go very fast. She is a cheerful, happy engine, painted bright sunshine yellow, with the number 22. When Rebecca first arrived on Sodor, Sir Topham Hatt introduced her to the other engines. Rebecca is going to be staying with you at Tidmouth Sheds, Sir Topham Hatt explained. She will help Gordon with the express during busy times. But Gordon was sure he didn't need Rebecca's help. Oh, the indignity! He sighed as he puffed noisily out of the yard. As Rebecca got to know the other engines, she worried that she wouldn't fit in or be really useful. I'd better work extra hard if I want to fit in here. The next morning, Rebecca raced to Vickerstown Station. So quickly, she got there early. Then the Flying Scotsman arrived to find Rebecca waiting at his platform. What are you doing on my platform? The Flying Scotsman grumbled. And where are my passengers? Rebecca realised what had happened. Oh no, she gasped. I think I picked up your passengers by mistake. Well, please give them back, huffed the Flying Scotsman. Then Gordon arrived. Hello, little brother, the Flying Scotsman called to him. Gordon wished his steam loudly. Why can't you just call me Gordon, he asked. Because I'm your big brother, little brother, replied the Flying Scotsman. Rebecca felt sad for Gordon. She didn't like to see him being teased. Rebecca continued to learn all about working on Sir Topham Hatt's railway and met lots of new friends along the way. First, Rebecca met Belle and watched her put out a fire with her powerful water cannon. You are incredible, Rebecca told her. Oh, thank you, replied Belle. Then Rebecca met Marion digging a big hole with her steam shovel. How amazing, Rebecca told Marion. Marion smiled. I like Rebecca, she's fun. Rebecca saw Harvey picking up spilled crates with his crane arm. Rebecca told him he was cool. This made Harvey very happy. Every engine Rebecca met seemed to be doing something special. There's nothing special about me, Rebecca thought sadly. Nothing at all. Later, Rebecca met Marion, Thomas, Annie and Clarabel. They all wanted to know why Rebecca looked so sad. It's just, there's nothing special about me, said Rebecca. But you do something none of the other engines do, Marion urged. You see the best in everyone. You make everyone feel good about themselves. Thomas and Danny and Clarabelle agreed. Later, Rebecca and Gordon were waiting at Vickerstown Station when the Flying Scotsman arrived. Hello, little brother, he said to Gordon. Why do you always call Gordon little brother? Rebecca asked. You both look the same size to me. And with that, Rebecca rolled away from the platform. Gordon smiled his biggest smile and followed Rebecca out of the station. Rebecca realised her friends were right. 
Once again, she'd made another engine feel good about themselves. So now Rebecca is happy to be a member of the steam team. And Gordon and Rebecca have become good friends. She even helps him with the express. The end. Listen out for other adventures with Thomas and Friends Storytime. Parents, if you like what you heard, please leave us a review and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tell your friends too. Thomas and Friends is a registered trademark of Galane Thomas Limited.